okay, unapologetic babes. So let's talk about how to reach your wildly unapologetic business goal in 2024 without focusing on the numbers. Yes, I know you all probably have these big crazy goals, the defy the odds delusional type goals. I get it because me too. But let me tell you what I've learned (laughs) and you're probably the same is when I focus on a number, um, it just doesn't work for me. It just gets, I get too much in my head. If you're anything like me, you probably find that if you really focus on a number, whether you do this monthly, quarterly, annually, whatever, you get really caught up in the numbers and start to self-sabotage. So you probably focus on the gap of like, okay, I need to do this, but then how the hell am I going to do that? The gap is so far. How is that going to happen? What do I need to do? Oh my God, I've not got the right people in my audience. I've not got enough people in my audience. I don't have the offers. I can't charge that much yet because I'm not there yet. And you just get so caught up in all of the things that you don't have. And what this does is it switches off your it switches off your connection to the source, to the one, to where your creative flow really comes from, where that that space where, you know, when you're like in the flow, where things are pouring through you and it just feels like, oh my gosh, this is magic and it feels so easy and it feels so effortless and you don't even know what you're saying. It's like you don't know the words are going to come out until they come out. When you're in that state of flow, you're connected to the divine mind, you're connected to, that's when you're truly in your subconscious, so you might find, I do this a lot, I'm doing it now, (laughs) when you are in flow, um, so let's say like you're trying to concentrate on something, you'll close your eyes, so what you're doing here is you're closing off the other senses, it's like when you're trying to concentrate, have you ever done this when you're trying to figure out where to go with directions and you turn the music down, (laughs) because you need to focus on where you want to go, it's like you're connecting into that inner guidance like you're connecting into that internal navigation that uh, god gps that navigation that is your intuition that's telling you where to go and we get switched off from this so easily because there is just so much noise out there there is so much that we're consuming through mainly our eyes through our ears on podcasts what we're listening what we're watching and obviously all of the other things that are happening, but actually when you can switch off, when this is like a huge aspect of being able to lead powerfully, it's a huge um, quality that's required as an entrepreneur to switch off from what's going on around you so that you can focus on what needs to be focused on, so that you can connect to that inner guidance, that that thing that tells you what to do when it, when it makes no sense. Like the amount of times I've had this intuition, intuitive nudge to just go somewhere and like something incredible has happened or like I had this intuitive nudge to have like a random conversation with somebody and I get introduced to somebody else and it all just unfolds in this most beautiful, unexpected way that you could never have imagined. This is how your business gets to look as well. It's how your life gets to be designed and it's surrender. <laughs> But I'm going to share with you today my goal for 2024 and what I'm going to be focusing on um, and how you can look at this as well, how you can do this process yourself. Um, And this is really not a goal setting process. If you're in my membership, I did my non-goal setting, non-traditional goal setting process, but really about um, connecting in to what you know you need to do because you know what needs to do there might be skills that need to be developed there might be 
um, habits that need to be done. There might be different things that are going on that you just know, okay, everyone's saying I should have focused on this, but actually this is what my heart and soul is saying I need to focus on. This is what I know I need to focus on in order to create the X result. Because I'm going to get a bit esoteric with you here. When you have a desire, your um, your subconscious and your body and your soul naturally knows the way. Your subconscious always takes the path of least resistance. So when you can be focused on the goal and focused on the desire uh, from quantum physics um, space of like already having it, the quantum physics energy of already having it, your mind and your body, your subcon- your body is part of your subconscious, will naturally guide you to that way in in a way that you couldn't comprehend, and it's going to be in the in the path of least resistance through the path of least resistance. So, the work is really being able to unplug from the noise and tune into what your body knows, what your soul knows, what your subconscious knows. Your subconscious is connected to the divine mind. Your subconscious is connected to source. That's why when you're in meditation or in hypnosis, you have this connection piece. Okay, so I'm super excited about 2024. Honestly, last year I had big goals, but they very much came from this ego place. They they came from proving my dog's choking in the background. I hope you can't hear him. And I, I really didn't think much of it. And that sounds weird, but I was just like, I'm going to do this because, like, I should. And there was a... I, found, I almost found it a bigger transition last year in Hudson going from a baby to a toddler. Um, in the 2022, he was obviously very, very, very dependent on me. And he was still largely dependent on me, but also there was a lot of, like, just learning how to navigate toddlerdom. <laughs> Um, and obviously, like I said in the last episode, there was just a lot of stuff going on with my health and a lot of manifestations from things that I'd avoided came through last year. But also Hudson's turning two in a couple of months and I've spoken to a lot of other mums and there's like a real turning point at two as well. We also enter the terrible twos, which will be interesting. But it really feels like the first time since I've had, since I've been pregnant, so since before I've been pregnant. So since like 2021 which seems wild that I can actually be focused on goals like I can actually be a little bit more independent like I can do some work if he's around I can stick the tv on I'll give him his cars and I can do a little bit of work I don't have to be completely solely focused on him most of the time I do but it's we're definitely getting there so there's there's this energy for me that feels like okay we are in a space where we have the capacity to expand what we can hold, which I couldn't do last year. So my goal is to have my first multi-six-figure year, but the energy where this has come about has not been from... It's, it's felt very holistic. I've played a lot with why I want this, what it means to me, whereas before it was like I need to prove something. This is more from a a reflection of the impact that I'm doing and the value of which I hold myself and of the value I provide. So it's really this opportunity for me to impact people in a bigger way, impact more people, create these 
these life-changing transformations, which I know I've done with clients already, but also to really step into this high-value woman. And I think that last year that dropped, like my own self-worth and my value dropped a bit. There was a lot, like I said, there was a lot of ego deaths, which I'm not going to go into, I did it in the last episode, but like the health, things that I'd never even been on my radar before, like that I just took for granted, were suddenly a thing. They were a block. They were a, a, a yeah, like a, a, they were, they were a topic of discussion. Um, more, remarkably, like the health thing was a big thing for me. It really shattered my ego a bit of like oh you're you're not invincible or whatever like you're not just this healthy person (laughs) um and so this is and and that really affected my like I guess self-esteem in a way that I hadn't expected because it shattered a part of my identity and this is what happens when your identity is threatened it really it really knocks you it's what creates ego deaths the other reason you need to know about this, and we're going to go off into so many tangents, but you're also going to have to let go of certain parts of you to get where you've never been before. And so this is why the, I'm going to go into this, but the work I'm doing to create the safety around creating this level of impact is actually what parts of myself do I need to let go of and being able to do that in a really healthy, um, processed, self-regulating way, because what I didn't do in 2022, 2023, like that period, is I, I didn't, um, learn how to regulate the fact that I was letting go of certain identities. So I was doing all of the up-leveling of identities of this is what I can do, this is how I be, da 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 But I hadn't regulated and processed, not that you need to like process it in like a time way, but allowing my body, allowing to acknowledge the fact that yes, a part of me died. And I think this is especially prevalent seeing as like I became a mother, I became a single parent, I became separated from my husband, like all of these identities um, were really shattered from me, even being from employer to full-time business owner, like it was still an identity I had to let go of Um, and it really fucked me basically. So part of what I'm doing when I'm going into this, this year and I've already been doing it, is allowing myself to let go of those identities, the identities that have served me up until this point, but they're not going to serve me moving forward. And I highly recommend that you do this as well as your first action is in order to create something that you've never done before, you have to be something you've never been before, but you also need to let go of identities that have served you to a certain extent, but they won't serve you going forward. And I think a lot of people miss this. I think many, many, many people miss this. And it's our identities that create the limitations, that create the reasons, that create why they think that suddenly something's not possible for them is because they're too attached to this unconscious identity. But we don't actually speak about it. So we're just like, oh, it's just not possible. I just can't do it. And we we stay the same or worse, we go back. So what I'm doing going into this is I've been really, really clear on actually who am I no longer And this has shown up already, like, you know, I think always I've had this conversation a lot with my mum clients, it's when we're tired, Um, Christmas time is quite demanding for me, 
Hudson's very demanding at the moment in terms of like the neediness. Um, it's so sweet. I love his age, but it's 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 very. Um, I'm an introvert in that I, I'm very confident and I love being around people, but I replenish my energy on my own, and I have very little time on my own now. Um, and so I've ended up staying up later at night because that seems to be like the longest period of time from when he goes down. And he doesn't go down till like half seven, eight some, most nights. So I'm staying up later because I want that extended period of time of spaciousness because that's really important to me. So I'm going off on tangents, but I've had to be really clear. So anyway, yeah, that's it. I was um, tired, obviously, the other day. And whenever I'm tired... Uh, my dick brain plays up more like so normal so standard and, and women mums you're if you're a mum and you're doing the mindset work and the identity work like please know you have to work 10 times harder on your mindset than somebody without kids and I'm not saying that in a way like oh you're like better or anything like that or it's harder for you but it is a fact that we lose grey brain matter um, when you're pregnant and up to two years after so like my brain is still smaller <laughs> um which is why I lose my words a lot. So we, we, if you're a mum, like you do have to work harder on the mindset stuff. You do need to work harder on the identity and your dick brain will play up more. Like my limiting beliefs, my um, self-talk can be a lot worse when I'm tired, when Hudson's sick, when I've had a full day with him and it feels very, very stressful on my body. Um, so... Anyway, my brain was being a dick brain because I was tired the other day. I hadn't had a very good sleep. And I was on a walk. And so I was walking on this muddy walk. And we had a bit of a disaster walk, really, because I went on a walk that was not okay for for my pram, even though it's an off-roader pram. It got a flat tire. And it was just like, it was a slope. And Hudson wanted to walk. Anyway, it was a bit of a nightmare. And Hudson, the pram actually fell over um, when Hudson was in it. And he bumped his head. So I felt awful. Um, he was okay, but he had a little bump on his head and I, and he was really crying and I just felt absolutely horrendous. So this whole walk was just a nightmare and then he wanted to walk and it took ages and it was just a crap walk. Anyway, it was like grey and cold. So I was walking back to the car and I could feel these thoughts of like, why, like, why are you so crap at these things? Like, why do things end in disaster? It was like very, very negative and I, I think it's important to share this. I think as well, people think that you get to a certain like quote unquote level in business and you don't have dick brain thoughts. <laughs> you do. Um, so I had these thoughts and I had the awareness quite quickly of like, no, we're not having these thoughts anymore. We're not going into that. That is an old version of me. And I use this statement quite often, but I just got really clear on like separating. And I think the new year is a good time to do this. There is an energetic cord. Like it's not like everything needs to change in the first day. It's not like you're going to um, collapse. T- you're not going to like, what's the word? Not collapse time because you can if you want. But like, you don't need to go 100 miles an hour. But you do get to use this time. And I certainly have of like, no, there's an energetic closure that's happened. And so I was really clear on like, that's not, that's an older version of me. And she doesn't come with me today. And I can send her love. And she's like a part of me at the dinner table. But she's not running the show. I am. And I had that thought. And then just as I was getting back to the car, and I was in like this, I've never been to this walk before. I was in a country lane, like near my mum's house or like way not near where I live. And it was like this old country lane, like really empty. And as I was walking back to the car, I was crossing the road to get back to the car. And I saw a peacock. How do you see a peacock in Kent, in England? Like, so like if you're not in a zoo or a farm or something, I was like, this is so random. So I quickly put 
I left the buggy by the car. I put Rocco in the car and I was like, come on, Hudson, let's go see the peacock. And I ran around the corner. It was like an estate. I was obviously trespassing probably, but the doors were open. Gates were open. And I ran around the corner and it had gone. I was like, where is this peacock gone? Like, that's so strange. And there was like another little road. Like, it was almost like a, um, an, an out, not a car park, but like an air, an outside area. And then there was another little lane behind a wall. So I went down and like, I went round the, the corner of this other lane and there's two peacocks and I, on, on the wall. And I was like, Hudson, look, it's a peacock. He's never seen a peacock before. We've never really even covered it in books. And he's going, uh, what does he say? Like, peacock, peacock. Um, but he was trying to say peacock. And I was like, that, this means something. Like, there's a reason that was shown to me there. So I get back to the car. Um, I get the wellies off. I get my trainers on. I get Hudson all warmed up. And I get in the car and I Google uh, spiritual meaning for peacock. And it's all about feminine energy. It's about, um, like, wealth and new beginnings. And I was like, oh, this is, like, so relevant for this identity that I'm becoming now. So... I just wanted to share that story as well because I think when you open yourself up to divine mind, to subconscious, to being this new identity, you do get the signs along the way. Like the universe, God, divinity source will provide you with these these elements, these little nudges of like, yes, yes, like cheering you on. That's how I look at it. So the first thing that I want you to do to recap is the first thing is, is who do you not need to be? Like who can't come with you anymore? And, and really spend some time like sitting with that and, and sending that version of you so much love and so much gratitude. And another thing that I've done as well is I've also for, forgiven her because there was a part of me that was judging her for not doing more, for not doing enough. And I was being very harsh on this past version of me who, when I think back and I, if I take myself back to that time, like even a year ago, um, Hudson hadn't started nursery yet and I got really sick I remember it was it was January and I got a bug and I was up in the middle of the night being so sick for hours and I was praying that he wouldn't wake up because he still took night feeds from me and I was being I just couldn't stop being sick like violently sick and my bathroom's right next to his bedroom and eventually he wakes up and I couldn't pick him up and he's crying for his mummy and I couldn't pick him up. I had to just just be like, I'm so sorry, baby. And I kept being like running out to be sick. But, like, it was awful. And then eventually I managed to like stop being sick and I got him into bed with me and I just laid on my side so that he could nurse from me. And like, I think about five, I called my mum at like half two because I was like, I, I can't do this. And eventually at five, like... My, I called my stepdad as well because he gets up early and eventually like someone gets hold of me at six. My mum comes over and takes Hudson at six. So I continue being six throughout the day. But there was just such this like, you know, I, 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 I've been judging her and saying she wasn't doing enough. And actually like I take myself back to all these moments in time and actually she was doing everything that she could. And often your past identity that you're letting go of with love was also doing all that she could. And so I think forgiveness can also be a really big part of this. Um, and there's a real energetic release when you send forgiveness to that part of yourself as well. So if you have been feeling any any emotions like that, any thoughts of that, of like, I should have been farther along, I, th- I should have been further along, I should have done more, I should have taken that X opportunity or whatever, 
is actually just forgiving yourself and knowing that you were doing the best that you could and that identity served you for exactly what you needed up until this point of your life and now you're letting her go with love and with grace and with so much compassion and now you're ready for a new identity. So the three things that I'm actually focusing on this year that are I know from tapping into my own unconscious, my own intuition, um, and I've done this through like my meditations and um, spaciousness and microdosing, <laughs> um, is is nothing to do with money. <laughs> it's, it's actually nothing to do with money. It's nothing to do with offers. It's nothing to do with like what kind of content. Um, of course, all of that stuff matters and is relevant and I'm upskilling myself, but actually the things I'm focusing on is the number one thing is healing. Um, because last year I did not, I avoided it and I did a lot of, um, brain work, I think, but this is where I'm, I'm going to be leaning a lot more into somatic healing, um, body healing, um, healing on the subconscious, unconscious level, uh, energetic healing, um, again, not this, not just what happened, this is like everything, it's like the birth, it's becoming a mother, it's the, the, really expanding my nervous system regulation, like my nervous system was fucked, um, last year, so really working on that is a key focus for this year, something that I'm going to be focusing on every day, and in different ways, the next thing is expanding my vision, so I'm just going to take a sip of water, your vision, and I think I want to do a whole podcast episode on this, but your vision is what you are leading people for, is what you are enrolling people into your vision. You are the visionary. You're the big, like, dreamer, and of course the doer, but like, it's your job to create this world, this movement, this um, vision that you see for not just for yourself but for others because it really has to be about others in order to create the transformation. So I've been really honing in and actually what my bigger vision is because I realized I was playing very small with my vision um, and I was potentially that might have been down to some um, unconscious beliefs, um, it's been crazy how patterns have been playing out from, like, generational patterns, um, so I think there's been a lot of stuff like that, unconsciously uh, creating limitations, so I've been really focused, especially over the last few weeks where I had time off of, um, clients and stuff like that, so really hone in on the vision that I have, I'm really creating clarity around that, because that's your north star, that's where you're going, that's what guides you, that's where your intuition will lead you, and that will then trickle down into everything that you do, from your messaging, your content, the clients that, well, the, not just clients, I don't even want to say it like that, but like the people, the humans that you're enrolling into this vision, you have to be so clear on, and so I also really think when you expand your vision, you expand yourself, so it's about asking myself, what's the vision I have, like for you, asking yourself, what is the vision I have? What is the what is the change, the transformation I want to create in the world? And I really think of this like, like Nelson Mandela, like the, the vision he had for the world. Um, and and what do you have for the world? And why does this matter? And what does it mean to you? And, and evoking that emotion in it, because that's going to be the thing that drives you when you have a lower sales month, when a client defaults on a payment, when 
a launch doesn't go your way, when you're sitting there and you're sick and you don't know what content to write, like your big vision is going to be your guiding star. And so having the clarity around that is, is one thing. But the bigger thing that it's really going to do is it's going to create clarity on who you need to be. So it's not just, this is the vision, how do I do it? It's this is the vision, who do I have to be to see this vision become a reality? And this is one of the questions I always ask myself is, if I want to create something, who's the version who has that? So I want you to get clear on your bigger vision, but also once you've done that is, who is the person who leads this vision? Because that's then who you become. That's who you work on becoming day in, day out. Because you don't need to have all of the things to to lead the vision. You need to be that person first, right? It's not like you can have the followers, um, you know, the people who want to do what you like, enroll in your vision and have the money and have the things and then become it. Like you become it first and you become the person who leads it. And then the final third thing is a deepening of what I already do, which is the subconscious and energetic work. And I'm actually going to be bringing back a lot more of the energetics that I used to talk about. And it's a huge part of my own journey and my own belief system. Um, my own like knowledge base is very much in energetics and quantum. And, and, and it's my belief as well. It's like everything is energy everything is energy and so through the form of the 3d we create stuff but it's still energetic it's why i believe there's an energetic component to the component to the post that you put on instagram matters because it's still energy and it's still felt um it's not just about how do i write this content and this is shit but i'm going to post it anyway because i need to post something today that energy is going to be felt even if your copy is incredible even if you use the best words and you describe and you speak to your idol client completely well if you don't feel good about it or if you're feeling if you're creating that from the identity of like no one cares what I have to say anyway or this isn't going to work the energetic component of that is felt it's just the mode of how we do it is through social media currently so anyway I have a huge um, emphasis on that behind the scenes so I'm going to be bringing I'm going to be doing a lot more of it behind the scenes obviously so a lot more of my own subconscious work my own subconscious work has also expanded. So what I'm working on a lot behind the scenes, and maybe I'll do another post, a podcast on this, is um, expanding my own philosophies, expanding my own ideas and frameworks and methodologies and how I see things are done. Um, I think so much emphasis is put on the content that sales, sell, sells and not enough is on like expanding and creating your own ideologies and philosophies and theories and and frameworks and and things like that um so this is what I've been doing a lot of behind the scenes and I'm really expanding that for me a big lesson and and something I'm really working on is the fact that your subconscious is not just brain-based even though we kind of taught it that way it the subconscious and unconscious is more than that and there's also a collective layer to it And then there's the trauma that lives in our bodies and the energetic components to it. So really um, deepening that work myself behind the scenes, it will most likely come into my offerings more and my messaging more and things like that. But, But first it starts with me. So I'm doing a lot more of that behind the scenes. I have been for the last mm, at least month, I would say, more um, focused and intentionally like I say, it's been a big part of my work anyway, but I'm being more focused on like what 
there's mastery is about like learning something but then learning how it applies to you and being able to say it simply and being able to have your own perspectives on it so that's kind of I've been doing this work for I've been doing energetic work more or less since 2020 um so now I think I'm in that space of like okay how do all of these things that I've been learning actually what do I think about them what are my perspectives what do I see happening how do I start to practice these things on myself and be a bit more creative with it and and have a unique perspective on it um so that's kind of where I'm at with that thing what so what I would say for you is is that's for that's quite personal for me because that's actually my philosophy and framework behind things so what I would say for you on this aspect is what do you teach like what are your philosophies what is your movement actually about what are you teaching and creating and, and, and educating the world on and how can you deepen that work for yourself how can you start to really expand and not even expand it's not about knowing more but this is about the depth of it it's about taking those different perspectives putting your own ideologies and theories onto things and practicing them and you'll find that this is where you really start to stand apart as a leader you really start to stand in your unique uh, selling point at your unique perspectives and that's that's true thought leadership that's true and um, pioneering and trailblazing and all of these things that I know deep down you are so I would really for you like if you have this big goal is is depth of your work is going to have to be a really big thing so all in all to, to to sum up this um this this goal that I have the multi-six figures is like I'm not attached to that goal. It's almost like I'm I'm letting it go of like, I know this is meant for me. I know this is going to happen for me. And, but who do I become? And how do I... And then it's, it's... So it's like the goal is there and it's out into the universe. But then I'm bringing it back to like, who am I being day after day? Like each day I like realign myself to these three things that I spoke about because they're the three things that I have to be every day in order to create it. I have the things I do like, things I'm posting and the offers I'm creating and all of that obviously like strategic stuff 100% matters but that I'm in that place where that's almost like done now that's easy like I bashed out five five um posts today and they're really good posts I'm really excited about this new direction I'm going in with my content so it's like, it's the being, it's like the identity, it's, it's letting go of the old identity, it's constantly striving and becoming this new identity, which of course is what this podcast is geared towards, so that's why I thought it would be cool to take take the goal, and it's kind of vulnerable, and it's kind of scary, because it's like, oh, I'm telling you my big goal, and like, what if I don't reach it, and, and I'm not money focused in my content anymore anyway, so it's not like I'm going to be like, ah, oh, here's where I'm at, here's what's going, but I think it's it's a level of vulnerability and there's a level of courage which are qualities that I deeply um admire and strive to embody in sharing a crazy ass goal and and this goal is crazy ass for me it is it is a kind of like I don't know how that's going to happen but also that's not my philosophy right so in, in this I'm kind of strengthening and practicing my own philosophies and ideologies because I believe it's not the how I believe it's not having the most like intricate strategic plan I believe it's about embodiment I believe it's about feminine leadership I believe it's about courage and vulnerability and and identity and unconscious and I'm I'm learning more and more that it's about the healing as well and so I'm bringing all of these aspects into what I do 
and who I be because that's how I create the goal rather than I'm going to create the goal and then I'm going to try and like figure out all of these things that I need to do in order to hit the goal. It's like, no, I'm just going to be it. I'm going to let my intuition be the guiding, the North Star to guide me, to be my GPS. And I'm going to document it and I'm going to share with you and I'm going to show you because there's so much power and transformation in being able to share these things and, and leadership, right? Because we think leadership is you have to have the thing, you have to do the thing, you have to already have the evidence. And it's like, no, we get to be leaders in how we lead ourselves every day. So I really hope that this encourages you to be brave, to be audacious in the goals that you have, to focus on the becoming, to focus on the identity and know that the the strategy is important, but I know that you already know the strategy, you already know what you need to do, you already know like how to create a great post you already know how to sell you already know um like who you're supposed to help and and how all of those things you know how to coach you know how to teach that you know all of that and now it's really like allowing yourself to fully become her and in turn that's going to expand the wisdom you have about all of these things that you intellectually know and actually create embodiment and the energetics and the subconscious and the magnetism and attraction that you're desiring. So I would love it if I'm going to say, come and tell me on Instagram what your big crazy goal is. So many of you messaged me last week about the podcast, which I absolutely loved. So even if you don't want to share it publicly, I'm going to encourage you to push yourself out of your comfort zone and share with me. Share with me. I'll just double tap it. I won't I won't go into selling to you. I'm not going to do any of that. I just want to know. I just want to know that you've heard. I want to know that this has landed. I want to know that you are committed to being the identity of that person who has that crazy, audacious, wild, seemingly impossible but not impossible goal. And maybe just push yourself out of your comfort zone a little bit and tell me and I'll just like it or I'll be like, that's incredible and I love it and I'm so excited for you and... And we can see and we can practice and we can embody what we teach and then we can prove to others that what we do is actually incredible. So I'm sending you so much love. I will see you next week and I'll hopefully see you in the DMs.